Welcome to Connect Church Podcast with Louise Cardozo. Welcome to our Connect Church Podcast. And today you have an amazing message with our dear Amanda Martin. So please open your heart and enjoy. May God bless you guys. So how does all that we've received through the story of how Jesus Christ came to the world change how we live out our lives now? When Paul was writing to the church in Colossae, he was warning them about people who told them that Jesus was not the Son of God and warning them against being fooled by the spirit of the age. But what he writes also acts as an encouragement to everyone who reads it to receive the fullness of Christ into their lives so that they might live life in all its abundance, overflowing with thankfulness and being built up and strengthened as they grow roots in him. This is what Paul wrote. It's from Colossians chapter 2 verses 6 to 10. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. For in Christ all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ you have been brought to fullness. He is the head over every power and every authority. Lord, we thank you for this word. We pray that you will help us to understand it, what it means for us, and apply it to our lives today. In Jesus' name, Amen. This text speaks of the moment where everything that has been received from God can no longer be contained inside a person. Like we saw with Mary, praise bursts out. And like we saw with the shepherds, a strong desire comes to be with Jesus and to worship him. At this moment, the overflow of thankfulness, which Paul wrote about to the Colossians, becomes a reality that enables God's glory to be known in and through his children. We are part of that same story, as were the people who first read Paul's letter to their church. And now it's us who will overflow in ways that will give the glory to God. This Christmas, as God works in us and through us, there are three ways in which I'd like us to think about how we can overflow with thankfulness. The first is that we can overflow with the good news. This good news is that God loves the broken and seeks to save the lost and that Jesus Christ came to rescue and save from everything that puts people in that state of brokenness and that threatens to keep them there. After a year that we could never have imagined, it seems that in our lifetime there has never been such a moment of urgency when it's been so clear how vital it is to proclaim the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ with our families, our friends, our neighbours and even with those people who God wants us to reach that we don't even know about yet. We might be daunted by this calling I know I am, but God will equip and empower us to go beyond what is comfortable, beyond what we think we are capable of, to proclaim the good news of the baby in the manger who grew up to be the man on the cross. 
Through Jesus Christ, we receive God's unfailing love, his unending mercy, his unimaginable grace and his healing forgiveness. And all this comes together in salvation and in the desire of God that we should call him father and be his children, turning from our sin and surrendering our lives to his love and guidance every day, no matter what circumstances we find ourselves in. This Christmas, right now, where is God encouraging us to overflow, to bless people with the good news that Jesus is Saviour? Who is he sending us to? We might not know the answer to those questions, but this year has made me more certain of two things, more passionately than I've ever felt them before. Firstly, that whether we consider ourselves to be proclaimers of the message, whether we think we have that gift or we are evangelists or whether we don't, God is sending us. And secondly, that he knows who he's sending us to, even if we don't yet. And so instead of thinking that that is for someone else, it becomes about us asking God to show us what is it that you want me to say? Who is it that you want me to reach? And it's about listening and looking out for the ordinary, everyday opportunities that we are given to speak about Jesus. It's a calling for all of us. We all have that opportunity. And this year has made me see that in a way that makes me passionate about it. In a way that would make me want to encourage you to ask God to show you those opportunities. The second way that we can overflow with thankfulness is to spill out blessings. This kind of overflowing comes when we ask God to show us how to live generous lives and giving lives with no other motive than that we want to respond to the love that we were first shown in Jesus. When we talk about living a generous and giving life, our minds tend to immediately wander towards financial or material giving. And of course, that is part of giving out of the blessings that we've received. But living a generous and giving life in God is about so much more than that. It's so easy to become people who binge on both material and spiritual blessings keeping them to ourselves until we are so full of them that we become lethargic and asleep to the needs of the people around us. When this happens, we become self-satisfied and static rather than troubled and stirred by the Holy Spirit moving in us and through us. The truth is that we are blessed to be a blessing and God's call on our lives is to live that out in the way that he chooses so that his glory will be known. The quiet stirring of the baby sleeping in the manger reminds us of what power there is in even the quietest stirring of the Holy Spirit within us. What is he stirring in us today? Where is he urging us to bless and overflow in that act of blessing? Yesterday at Connect Church, we received some little Christmas kits. And these kits are um, a range of ingredients to make some cupcakes. 
But this gift is designed not only to be received, but to enable giving too. There is an opportunity to make the cupcakes and to enjoy them ourselves, but also to share them with someone. Of course, in a way that keeps you and them safe in these times. We have to give that COVID warning. Tell people why you are sharing, because what you want them to know is that Jesus loves them. And this little blessing is a way to show them that. I know it might sound crazy to say that a cupcake can be the means of proclaiming Jesus to someone. But the relationship we build, the invitation we make by giving the flyers along with the cupcake, perhaps to our family or friends or neighbours, can be used by God according to his will and purpose for that person. Let's pray for the people that we give them to, asking God to work in their lives because this is one practical way that we can overflow with blessings this Christmas. It's been put into our hands. What will we do with that? And the third way that we can overflow with thankfulness is to do it in the way that only we can, according to how God made us and according to what he's given us. Some of what we receive from God is the same for all of us. We all receive his love, his mercy, his grace, his forgiveness. But although the very depths of our lives are rooted in these wonderful attributes of God, we've also received things that make us unique and that equip us to be part of God's plan to build his kingdom where we live in and through our lives. That means that we all have some work some word, some purpose that God has prepared for us in advance and that it is up to us to actively receive, walking in faith as we discover what God's call on our life is. Or maybe just God's call for this season of our lives, for this moment, for now. In my experience, and it's still my experience, Seeking and discerning that purpose can be very challenging. Sometimes we want to be what someone else is. We look at what others are doing and think, I wish I could be like that. Sometimes we compare ourselves with others and become disheartened. But this goes right to the heart of the issue of identity that we so often struggle with. And it's one of the things that we really need to tackle if we want to be who God says we are, rather than who we think we should be or who someone else says we are. What our lives look like when we're overflowing with thankfulness might not be the same for everyone. It's about our heart and our relationship with God, not about how we stack up against other people. And when we remember that, we become free to listen to who God is calling us to be. What is he saying to us about what he wants for our life? What purpose we have? Last week, Danny talked about preparing room in our hearts for Jesus and Pastor spoke from a text about Jesus being anointed for his father's work. When we live life under God's purposes, it will lead us into proclaiming and seeing and noticing and loving and acting all in the way that God chooses for us. But we can only overflow like this if Jesus is at the centre of our lives. 
if our heart has prepared a room and if, as Paul says, we are rooted and being built up in Jesus, it's only possible for Jesus to be there in the centre to bring us that fullness of life because he was born into this world to be amongst us, to be the way, the truth and the life. Incomparable, perfect, obedient, even to death on the cross, victorious. He was all that so that we could be who God says we are, his beloved children. We already knew that this Christmas would be different. But after the announcement from the UK government yesterday, we now know that for many in our country, it will mean even less time with family and friends than we had thought was possible. This is something that we are seeing repeated all around the world. It seems then that this season of our life is not yet over. And it's so tempting to look at the situation and feel the hope of its passing soon draining out of us. But even though this year has been hard and we don't know what next year will bring, God is unchanging and his grace is sufficient for us. He has provided everything that we need to overflow for him, to glorify him and to praise him, just as Mary did and just as the shepherds did when they rushed to his cradle. In what for them, let's remember, was also a situation of uncertainty and struggle. Our act of worship and submission, God's mission for us in this world, is to know what we have received and to respond to it by not keeping it to ourselves. We need to be able to talk about Jesus and about what his coming, living, dying and rising again means for every sinner like us. Because of him, we can be like cups that overflow, sharing the blessings that have been poured out in our lives. Despite everything that is going on right now, there's still so much to find wonderful this Christmas. Because of Jesus, this is still a time of celebration and thanksgiving. The truth is still the truth. We have received so much through Jesus Christ and we have so many opportunities to give in God's way in this season and in the year that's coming. And so we rejoice and praise and give God the glory today as we humbly come to the child in the manger again and worship him as did the angels, as did Mary, as did the shepherds on the day that he was born. And as we come to Christmas again this year, I pray that each of us will feel afresh and anew what it means that that gift was given. Let's pray. Loving God, we thank you so much for coming to be with us. You didn't have to do that, Lord. You didn't have to come. You could have stayed where you were in all the glory of heaven, but you didn't do that. You chose because you loved us to come and make yourself vulnerable, to be born into a, a situation that we can hardly imagine so that you could become the saviour of the world. Lord, we thank you for that gift and we pray that as we experience the blessing of that gift again this Christmas, 
that you will help us to overflow. Overflow in such a way that we cannot stay quiet about who you are and what you've done. We pray that as we overflow, we will bless people. That we will bring the ones who you call us to bring. Enable us, Lord, equip us, empower us to do everything that you want us to do in this season of our lives. Show us what you have prepared for us to do and enable us to do it. Lord, we pray for your blessing in our lives and we pray that we will not be a people who keep it to ourselves. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thanks for joining the Connect Church Podcast. If you'd like more information or to ask us a question, please go to www.cntchurch.co.uk.